Shout out to the naturally kinky. Yeah. Yeah. She gave us me that one. Oh. This is fly. It is the Boondocks. I love that show. Oh, that's my shit. Yeah. I love the Boondocks. I, I feel like Huey is me in cartoon form. He is, and so it's Riley. <laughs> <laughs> and. And Granddad. I'm Granddad. Yeah, you are Granddad. I am. The way you be mad about orange juice. Yeah. I'm pretty proud to be granddad. Rest in peace, if, John Witherspoon. Yeah, word, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I don't know any Uncle Ruckuses off top. Oh, but you've been seeing them, though. But they've been all over the interwebs. Isn't the isn't that character loosely based off of that guy that was on TV this morning, Tim? Tim Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim. Whew. Oh, Tim. So, I got a question for you. Yes. I never thought that I would be sad to see sports not being broadcasted 24-7 on every device. But I am. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad because you're sad. Or like I could tell that there's something like there's something missing there for so am I reading that right? I wouldn't say that I'm that I'm sad about it. But sports is definitely like for me like a way to to zone out from mm -hmm. certain things. Mm -hmm. But I'm definitely not one of those people that don't want politics in my sports because I think sports are like there's nothing in life that's not political. Right, right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was very uh, now that sports are slowly making their comeback. Like I was, I was moved by the women's soccer team, mm. women's soccer team all getting on their knee. But they, but there are a bunch of them that have been kneeling already. Yeah, you know, what but, they, but they they were in uniform with their Black Lives Matter shirts, shirts yeah. and the mask on and all yeah. that. Like yo, mm -hmm. I respect them women so much. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely think that uh, the NFL owes an apology to Colin Kaepernick. Oh, that's not what that was? That commercial where they all said, like, you know... I mean, those those brothers were saying what they were saying, but mm -hmm. I'm talking about Roger Goodell and the NFL owners. Oh, when he made that statement that wasn't directly to... No? Nah. I'm being an ass. He, he, <laughs> he didn't say the brother's name. Nah, he um, didn't. Yeah. None of the owners have come out and said anything, as, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. You know, they haven't said shit. Um... This NASCAR situation has been mm. super interesting. Are are you either of you NASCAR uh, enthusiasts? No. Are no. Okay. Are but are you Bubba Wallace enthusiast? I'm rooting for the brother. Okay. I'm definitely rooting for him. I mean, you know what? I I I used to I used to involve myself in non-sanctioned car races. Dr drag races. Not so much drag races. More more like. Highway, oh, um, okay. and also there's a spot in Jersey City 
that that people used to race cars and all that. Like drag races, I think is more like when you just doing a straightaway. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I like whipping it. You know. What oh, I'm you saying? like Fast and the Furious. Yeah, but I never had one of them illuminating cars like they be had. I ain't had that kind of money. But um, <laughs> like like that Formula One when they're racing through the streets, I like all that mm -hmm, shit. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing has been with NASCAR and Bubba Wallace because he's like the only black driver, and I think there's one black driver in Formula One. Has been you know them taking those Confederate flags. That's huge. Out of there, that's huge. And a lot of people don't know this though, but the the dude that started NASCAR, he was like a big uh, big racist supporter. You know where's what I'm the, saying? Where's the shock? Uh, so you know the the younger family though has supported Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. So you know for them for them to because like the the father supported George Wallace. Okay. Now the son supported mm -hmm. Trump, which, you know, that's mm -hmm. like a modern mm -hmm. version of dude. So, you know, like them saying that they're trying to, you know, push that element out of NASCAR and seeing how people responded, you know, especially, you know, with the new situation. Right. Like that shit is crazy to me. Yeah. Because whether or not the person put that noose in there specifically for Bubba, that's what they said, like that mm -hmm. it wasn't that. But there was still a noose just hanging in there. And they put Bubba in the noose. Yeah, they said ass. there was no other uh, garages that had nooses in them. So they put him in the garage with the noose in there. Yeah. You don't need to make a noose to close a garage. Right. You know, and especially if you're in a sport where there's a lot of motherfuckers that like flying Confederate flags, mm -hmm. you know, it don't take a mathematician to put right. one and one together on that. You know what I'm saying? So that whole shit was fishy. But, um... I don't know how they gonna bring the NBA back with this bubble. Like, there's so many things... I with know. sports right now but I, I was thinking like on the lighter side of sports while mm -hmm. we here mm -hmm. and this this is a question sexy for yeah the sexy side of sports this goes for my question for you and, and for R based on the skill set that an athlete has to have for their particular sport mm -hmm. what what sport are you trying to fuck <laughs> what, the motherfucking what Olympics. But there's all of, yeah. No, you have to I pick want the one curling. sport. Oh, okay. One sport. All right. So why why would you fuck a curler? Why not? <laughs> because you no. know you know what kind of confidence you have to have to do the most unpopular sport in the world and get up there on a national stage and and win at that shit and people still be like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Sweeping ice. Yeah, like and and the concentration that that like the speed. And the concentration, like I, their forearms are probably crazy. That means that they jacked me off really fast with a lot of concentration, yeah. confidence, and and if I say like I don't, I don't like that or like they could take rejection and they could take yeah, <laughs> but that 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 wasn't actually my number one. But now that I'm thinking about it, like yeah, come on, bring it on, curler. <laughs> <laughs> what about you all? I don't really watch a lot of tennis or anything like that, but sometimes I would definitely have my TV on on women's tennis and everything. There, there's there's definitely a, a a couple who I would you know check for. I would I would keep the TV on for and everything. I mean, like everyone else, like uh you know when you I would see Serena on TV and everything, I'd be mm. like, man, she's she's amazing. Like not only is she like you know you look at her and she's amazing, but she is amazing. You know, yeah. so it's, it's just I would say as far as I would say, like, when she came around, I definitely try to 
you know, check it out a couple more times. Okay. That's why R was learning all the rules in tennis. He was like, I'm not sure why they go up by 15, but fuck it. I'm with it. I'm with it. She looks happy. <laughs> bouncing around. Yo, but Serena is like, she's gorgeous, mm -hmm. but, and powerful mm -hmm. in, in her, in her, in her sport. Mm -hmm. But she's also super unapologetic mm -hmm. in her politics and how she, and how, you know, when she first came out, how they was all trying to, I don't know. It's like the tennis, the, the organization of tennis was like trying to wage war on the black female form. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like too much curves mm -hmm. or this or that yeah. or the other. And mm -hmm. it was always super strange. Like the things that they would say about her just out of nowhere. Like, But you know, the, the thing about it is, is that it really... It really, and I know you know this, but it really isn't out of anywhere. Like, that is how. Yeah, it's fascination. Right. But that's how black women are treated in everything. 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 Like, they would say, she has too much hair. Her hair is distracting. Like, I've heard that at work, right? She's too curvaceous. They say that black women can't sell clothes. Even though clothes are supposed to accentuate your curves. Yeah. But they'll say, like, a model needs to be, like, paper thin, right? She has too much style. Well, I mean, even kind of just going off what you were saying about, about curves, you know, and this dates way back with Europeans' fascination with um, with black black women's bodies. Like, when you think about um, Sarah Bartman, mm -hmm. you know, um, with Sarah Bartman, that's what led to the European style where they had that like framework corset and, and corsets the, mm -hmm. to try and, mm -hmm. and try and emulate her body. Mm -hmm. um, and then like with Serena, it would be about, you know, if she was wearing a skirt with yeah. shorts. Or, then she's too, she's too muscular, mm -hmm. which also speaks again to black women's strength. Like we're always like too strong, too aggressive, too manly, too confrontational, too aggressive. Like, she's supposed to take that fucking ball and smash it into the other per Well, you know, whatever. Like, that's <laughs> how I think it's supposed to be played. Why wouldn't she be strong, powerful, aggressive? Yeah. Like, those things are the best characteristics for an athlete, in my opinion. Well, I mean, even with Venus, they were trying to say that Venus was too tall. And, you know, and when she used to, when she first started, when she was younger, I remember... When she had hair braided with, with the, the beads, beads and all that, and they had all kinds of stuff to say about that, yeah. you know, it's it's crazy and it's funny. I think about with Serena, who was like undoubtedly the greatest tennis player yeah. of all time, and that to me that doesn't have any just male, female. Mm -hmm. She's the greatest tennis player of mm -hmm. all time. They tried to make her rival. Um, I need you to look this up for me, R. I don't know the name of the oh, Maria. Um, yeah, something like that. That's she um maybe only beat Serena once. And mm -hmm. Serena has beaten her something like, I don't know, in the teens or more. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and that's not a rivalry. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. they tried to make it a rivalry based on the fact that she was white and blonde. Mm -hmm. You know, and she got mad endorsements and money and she was a loser. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like in those kind of situations. You know, when people don't think that there's some sort of systemic racism, mm -hmm. you know, and that systemic racism plays itself out in sports just as much as it plays itself out anywhere else. What What was her name? I can't remember her name. Are you got that for me? It is. Oh, Maria uh, Sharapova. How many times did she lose to Serena? Maria's record against uh, Serena Williams is two and 19. 
That's like um, she shouldn't even be playing her no more. That's like uh, Washington uh, Generals versus the Globetrotters or some shit. <laughs> like that. But um, all right, yeah. So Serene, that's a good choice. The Curlers, that's a good choice. I like that. How about for you? All right, I want to be a WNBA groupie. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have a, a a basketball crush out there. Skylar Diggins, that's a very beautiful woman. Let me look her up. Look hold her on up. a second. Let me. Okay, this is what I think she looked like. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Skylar, say it again. Diggins. Diggins. Oh, she. Skylar Diggins Smith. She married though. She's yeah, married. she is. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty. Oh. Mm hmm. But I, I, she looks just like the lady that used to go play basketball with, and then take uh, take showers together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have a, a a look for your athletic women. Yes and no. I just think that she's gorgeous. But she I, is. I, there's there's a lot of WNBA players that I think are beautiful, and I also like some of them are just like wow tall. Uh huh. And I, I I don't know why there's like this thing most men don't like. Women that are taller than them, but I, I don't no, know. most men don't like being short. That's what their issue is with women that are taller than them. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't bother me at all. Well, because you're a confident man. It's just when I see somebody that I like, I just I see what I like because I don't think Serena would fall in that same. But in Serena same doesn't same. play basketball. But the basketball My players basketball players look they like have that. that. Type. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It is a it is a very close tie between basketball and gymnastics though because women women who are women who are gymnasts are super flexible like yeah i notice no yeah i mean but i also you know what i don't see i like athletic women though because i also know uh some women who like to box mm -hmm. and, I, and i think that that's super sexy like yeah. a woman that knows how to use her hands whether it's uh boxing or, or martial arts like no, Do you see no. how we had to sit here? Y'all had to say one. one, but that's why I asked y'all. So let me go back. So what was your what was your original number one? Swimmers. Swimmers. Yeah, I think um, it's because of their their body type. That mm. like, and I guess it, it it can go across the board to almost any athlete that that develops the same type of body, that really lean. You can see them the their muscles. So like sprinters too. Sprinters, I was going to say that. Sprinters, um, they have really big thighs and sometimes really big butts, though. Those mm. trap. The, 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 I don't really like a big butt on a man. But um, swimmers have a nice uh, slender body. Baseball players, when they first get in. <laughs> <laughs> I was always about to say, not, the older baseball players be having yeah. uh, all the ass for When they first get in. <laughs> it's uh, that, that slender build and... Um, also, like swimmers, just because they they move so like gracefully through the water, and that's probably as close as I can find like a dancer's body without them okay. being a dancer. And dancers are athletes too. Mm, it's an art, in my opinion. Okay. I think that they do some athletic things, but it's more artistic. Yeah, I like to look at it as a fine art that should have the same respectability of athletes. Yeah, I believe you more because of the. Um... Head wrap. Head wrap. I know. So, so what about what about you? Uh, what's your what's your number two and three for for athletes? 
You know what? When I was a kid, I had a, uh, I used to have a, a huge crush on Dominique Dawes. Uh, and it, I would see her, you know, in, in the Olympic time. I would yeah. not, I would not miss a Dominique Dawes event. That's for sure. Yeah. So <laughs> I would say, yeah. Other than that, um, you know, I would say, like, even though I, I couldn't tell you too much about, uh, uh, like WNBA players or anything, but sometimes if I would watch, I, I would. There would be a couple who stand out, but they were more like role players. It'd be like the the, the chunky power forwards and stuff like that. I'd be like, huh. I I I I, I feel horrible because I, I I don't know names like that. But I would I would look for like that you know the occasional gem on the court where it's like, yeah, yeah. I was surprised neither y'all said skeet shooters. What is a skeet shooter? That's what you do <laughs> for a living. <laughs> Nah, skeet shooting is, you know, when they be like, pull, and the disc flies out, and they bucket with the shotgun. Oh, uh, the only skeet shooter I know is you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's up? Now, I was going to say, and if, if pool happened to count as a sport, I used to like watching The Black Widow. Oh, yo, The Black Widow could get it. Let me look at The, the Black, Black Widow, Widow could get it. And she used to always have those black gloves on, too. Like the, oh, you like that. The fetish aspect of it for me. Yeah. And she never, she never talked no shit. She was always just, like, ice cold all the time. Like, she's probably a dominatrix. Is this, this Jeanette Lee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with it. She walked around that pool table with wild confidence, too. She I'm was super it. confident. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. So what, what other ways do you think sports intersects with sexuality? Well, I do think that um, there's a lot of expectations around sexuality and athletes. Mm -hmm. Like... Um, like some stereo... I'll, I'll, I'll name some stereotypes, right? So, like, I remember in high school... Um, the the girls basketball team. I was a cheerleader, so so that in itself, right? The cheerleaders are like super super femme, and and it would like all you know we were kind of like sexualized in a way that like we were trying to be with all the male athletes, mm -hmm. but then the basketball players were supposedly like lesbians or asexual, mm -hmm. you know. Um, they were tomboys and you know, it was really interesting because I remember in high school one of the ba girls basketball players got pregnant and it was like How like from <laughs> who? What when was she not playing basketball or like she likes boys, you know that those kind of stereotypes and then for for boys that played like basketball or football like there was definitely no room for them to be anything but like macho meatheads and crazed about sex and then only to like grow up and learn like we were all experiencing a full range of like sexual desires and uh you know orientations and all kinds of stuff but that to me has stuck through sports all all the way through yeah i think what pops out to me is thinking about the few uh, major sport athletes who have come out mm -hmm. publicly, mm -hmm. uh, like mm -hmm. Michael Sam in the mm -hmm. NFL, yeah. and then there was a, uh, a brother that came out in the NBA, and yep, okay. Jason Collins. And you know, in those in those situations, like the way people responded and how big of a deal that they made that shit, it's interesting because it's like there's this. 
stereotype or perception that mm -hmm. if a man is gay, he's trying to fuck every man. Mm. Or mm -hmm. straight men always think that if a man is gay around them, then he automatically wants them. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? So, but straight men think that about every fucking thing around them. Sorry, guys, <laughs> for that sweeping generalization, but... No, but I, but I think, like, the big deal that they make about it, why I'm sure, you know, just going by the statistics mm -hmm. in, in the world, you know, there's got to be more uh, bi and, 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 and homosexual and lesbian, but I feel like there are more women in women's sports who are out mm -hmm. than in men's sports because yeah. with the men, people feel that there's going to be, like, a violent... Uh, like reprisal or something mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. them, not thinking that a lot of those men that are playing, if they themselves are not gay, they probably got someone that's gay or bisexual right. in their family mm -hmm. or a friend or whatever. Like the the way that they make it is so uh, close-minded mm -hmm. when in most of our families, we have somebody who is out. Yeah. Right? So mm -hmm. that's like saying that because they're an athlete, kind of like how you said, they, they have to be macho meathead hyper um hyper masculinized mm -hmm. that they won't even be able to comprehend or share a space mm -hmm. with someone who is homosexual or someone who's bisexual well you even see like that outrage when um i think it was nba players started to dress a little bit more what the term was at the time is metrosexual mm -hmm. And like the kind of comments that people were making, just yeah, about around, like Russell Westbrook. Or, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it it just they could even have a whole wife, you know, and, and <laughs> but it was challenging that jock, that look of a of a jock, you know. Yeah. Um. So, but I think you're a hundred percent right that those same stereotypes that we get, uh, the social constructs that we are assigned when we're younger. They just carry on into their professional career because when we see like I think I think it might be the captain of the um women's soccer team when she was with her partner, there was no shock about that. Like the uproar was about her politics, not about Oh of Rapino, right? Yeah, yeah, not her her sexuality. Um and then but then for men it, it's it was like I remember hearing the podcast when that other player came out. Um, the NBA player mm. came out as homosexual. Like, what is this? Like, what does this mean for the NBA? Like, it shouldn't mean anything. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, I don't see what somebody. Get, but it also leads to that uh, stereotype that gay men aren't as ruthless on right. the court or right. as fierce competitors mm -hmm. or as strong warriors. Mm -hmm. You know, and I always say, like, yo, if you look at history alexander was probably one of the fiercest warriors and he wasn't just bisexual or homosexual he was probably like a every sexual mm -hmm. possible right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know um and i think that there's this kind of idea that if if someone if a man is gay in sports then he's gonna like i don't know they're gonna win, but he's in love with somebody, so he's gonna let. I don't know what the fuck they think. Somebody call in and help us understand why they think that gay people can't play sports. Yeah. Because it's it's just like yo, if you're good at a sport, you're not fucking somebody while right. you're playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, but I mean, I guess right. it's like kind of like you know, people expect every basketball player to be like Wilt Chamberlain, mm -hmm. and Wilt mm -hmm. Chamberlain said he slept with like what ten thousand. 
women or something like that, which who the fuck knows when he found time to practice or eat food or whatever else he had to do to maintain his basketball career. Because apparently he was fucking all the time, all right? The time. But they want to have that perception that they're like extra virile and all, yeah. all that stuff. It's 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 ridiculous because it, it points itself out in so many ways. Like for example, like and and even off just the sexuality aspect, like LeBron James losing his hair mm-hmm. is like a story. Like I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> like he's still dunking on people. It really don't make that much of a difference. And it's one of those things that happen to time. people. Right. That that is that is really interesting. Um, one of the things about sex and and sports that that I do take, um, you know, and this is wherever there is a power dynamic and a power exchange, is that I just want um, athletes to be very um, careful with their use of power. Mm. You know, I know that there have been um, definitely stories, you know, and in, in, oh, it just, it never ends, right? Where people have used their celebrity status or, or their power um, and exerted it over over people so i mean i know that's not narrowed down to sports but i I remember that brock turner that one comes to mind that college athlete that raped that woman and the judge actually saying like he has such a um such a great life ahead of him and he didn't want that to trip him up and he was like a big member of maybe it was the rowing team or some fucking sport i don't i don't even i don't know but like they stood also in solidarity with their teammate and it's just like you know, we saw that also come up with Kobe's death and it bringing up some of, um, you know, his rape allegations from when he was in his rape admission, um, when he was a young athlete and people really having a hard time separating this person's poor behavior from their athletic potential. Yeah. That's really bothersome. And I think that is an intersection between sports and sex that we don't often discuss. I, I don't... Um, because a lot of the conversation is about how these powerful uh, athletes should, like somehow we should like not, you know, worry about that. We know, like they would, you know, comments like, oh, well, she knew he was a popular basketball player or she knew that he was a part of the rowing team or whatever the fuck that boy was on, <laughs> you know, um, who, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what, what sports you play. Like you still have to respect, you know, people's consent in in your non-sports uh time yeah i think it's very interesting in regards to sports because people people deify Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. athletes get statues the way military the way confederate soldiers get statues (laughs) you know or you know religious statues Mm. and they they make statues for athletes didn't they make one for rocky did you tell me that they have one for rocky he's not even an athlete he played an athlete the fact that there's a statue for rocky in philadelphia and not one for joe um for for um bernard hopkins or um joe frazier always just hurts my heart (laughs) <laughs> like ever, like you just <laughs> but I mean it's also like you know I think with the Brock Turner situation and also with the fucking Rocky statue that's also where like sexuality sports uh politics, politics. it all like crashes together mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um because there is that that um that deification happens I think because of the virility uh conversation that we were having mm-hmm. and then also you know there's so much money that's generated through sports 
that then there's another level. Right. And then obviously the um, society we live in where, you know, women are already treated mm -hmm. as disposable. Mm -hmm. You know, so for these other people now that you're looking at worshiping as gods, you're like offering them up. Yeah. You know, so I yeah. think that it happens in that kind of situation. And, and it was very unfortunate in regards to, uh, you know, the, the Kobe situation that people were not like, you can't talk about this now, but people were also not wanting to talk about it then. Right. You know, and and it's kind of like, you know, in a lot of situations, especially when it comes to to rape or or battery or, mm -hmm. or things like that that if you worked at a normal job and it was found out at your job that you were uh, a rapist or or an abuser yeah. or something like that you're gonna lose your job but because um, athletes generate a lot of money mm -hmm. that you know they, they keep getting more and more chances and it's funny because I always think about it like what's well, not funny but I, I always think about the situation with Michael Vick mm -hmm. you know people were more mad at Michael Vick because there were dogs involved than they've been at athletes in situations where you know there was another human being right. that was assaulted right you know so it kind of just goes back to that same thing that women are are not valued mm -hmm. as people and then other people are just valued on a different pedestal. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think, um, you know, we are really in an interesting time where we're seeing like women's sports getting more airtime. Um, I have to say, like, I was super excited with the lingerie league at the same time as I was disgusted with the it. The lingerie league was the dumbest thing because there are women out there that love play. football and yeah. can play football but if you already know that there's a problem with concussions why would you and an injury why would you not have them protected the same as you would protect male athletes so well because they really didn't want them to play football they just wanted them to run around and and i wanted that too but i didn't want that to be like a sport like i thought that it was really really sexy like i just like a whole bunch of sexy women running around doing anything is kind of cool sure. um and that you know like they put time into their bodies and then you get to see them and then like you know i like pressure so that like like colliding with each other that was like really hot but then it was so fucking disrespectful because it wasn't like how men have the arena football and then they have real football like I felt like the women should have like the lingerie. Well, I mean, arena football, they really hit each other too. It's not like in arena football, yeah. they playing two hand touch. They be knocking. Yeah, each but other I just out. want them to feel bad if they're listening that that's fake <laughs> fucking football. Like lingerie is fake fucking football, and then there's real football. Well, so I, I, I would love to see women play football. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's the same kind of thing, you know. In in football, like for example, my mother, she loved football. But she also loves football players in their pants. Like the yeah, pants yeah, are yeah. already tight enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then you're not having shoulder pads and you're not having helmets or something like mm -hmm. that. Yo, people can get really seriously right. injured. But there are a lot of women who do want to play. I and there, there are women now in the NFL as that are coaches. And I remember they made this mm. whole thing about the um, <sighs> women who are coaching in the NFL. Like some people are like, oh, she shouldn't be able to coach. And it's like... Yeah. You know who I bet football, agrees football, with that? Football, who, who was that? Cam Newton. 
I bet, and that's and the only reason why I know his stupid ass name is because of that stupid ass comment that he made about like a woman not being able to know football. Oh, one of the uh, and I don't know reporters. Yeah, but I know like women can know any fucking thing. Huh? Yeah, there are men who don't know football. I mean, to me, yeah. football. The reason I love it as a sport is it is literally human chess. Mm. You know, the same way you have chess pieces on a board that have specific moves and rules and regulations, it's the same thing in football, right? Yeah. And if you have a great mathematical mind, mm -hmm. you can be great at chess. If you have a great mathematical mind, you can be a great planner or strategist in football. And then you add in the aspects of athletics and mm -hmm. training and nutrition and all these other things. And anybody who has those kind of gifts and talents and understanding can, can be great at it. Mm -hmm. You know, so it doesn't really matter what their gender is yeah, well, or who they fucking for that matter. You hear that, Cam? <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, something uh, something random you guys may or may not know, since I know obviously we talk a lot about sex on this show when we're dealing with sports. I remember a little over 10 years ago, um, at least 10 years ago, so there's a player, Andre Kirilenko, right? He wasn't a superstar, but he was known. He made some all-star teams and everything. And I remember when he first came to the Nets back when they were still in New Jersey, uh, there was uh, a report that was out about how his wife used to let him get one free pass a year. Mm. She was stingy. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's that called? That's a, a pool, a hall pass. A hall pass. She gave him a hall pass. I mean, why I always thought that was interesting even then was because you know there's a lot of you know scandals about people stepping yeah. out and getting in trouble and every and there's such a whole where everyone's trying to protect their reputation and everything. And I thought. When, I remember when I heard that, I, it was it was one of those things where I thought that was so cool because and then she has one too. You know, when he's on the road, like yeah, it's for him because he, uh, he's coming in contact with lots of beautiful women across the country. But then even also for her because she's at home the entire time and everything. And I, upon hearing that, I think that was the first time in my early adulthood when I realized something like this can work. And I always knew. You know, like the idea of like having like the person you love and your family and everything. But for those circumstances, I mean, it doesn't matter what circumstances, but for, you know, an athlete, everyone's human, you know. So I, I remember that and I never forgot that story for as long as I lived. So is that a negotiable for your your relationships or is it like you got to be athletic? You got to be an athlete to be able to request that one pass or what? I mean, I think that can be for anybody. You know, I think it's just for an athlete, you just, there's more chances, especially a basketball player. You know, I remember like in He Got Game when he said, you know how to spell NBA? P-U-S-S-Y. So <laughs> I, I think it's just, there's so much more opportunity for basketball players than any other sport because it's the sport you see your face. There's less people on the field. Mm -hmm. Baseball got nine people, football got 11 and they're all wearing helmets. Like basketball is the, the, the sport where you get more, women than any you know anywhere else anyway so y'all so funny y'all really think we'd be looking at their faces <laughs> i think i think basketball also because you travel so much okay oh, there's so many games right there's so many games and I, know, I mean it's, it's just a conversation about the, the the like the justification for hall passes more i'm so not far. i'm not saying that there's a justification for i think whatever relationship you're in you're just more more exposure i, I just think i think that yeah i think there's a certain exposure because also basketball is one of those things that's basketball is the second most popular sport in the world okay so i would think in europe and 
Europe, Africa, and yeah, I would think for soccer players out there, their faces are as known, mm -hmm. if not more known than here. Like you're more likely to be like anybody, even if you're not into sports, you know who like Michael Jordan, LeBron right. James, Steph mm -hmm. Curry, you'll know who they are. Yeah. Like out there it would probably be soccer for the same thing. People would know who they are. I got a funny story to, to close us out around sex and sports. You were there for this and you're gonna have to help me tell the story. So, you know, all of this to say, um, people that show a lot of discipline to their craft and take care of their bodies in a particular way are attractive, sure. you know, for, for one reason or another. It's why we follow the sport because they're amazing at what they do. Um, and why they earn so much, why some other people might be really attracted to them and their lifestyle, they're popular and celebrities and all that kind of stuff. But that shit could get you fucked up. Remember we was in Miami and we was doing that party and <laughs> there was that one person that was there, just really, really beautiful woman and got duped by hanging out with Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> trying to find you a baller can get your ass in trouble. Uh -huh. This woman found the friend of a baller. Who told her that he was a baller. Yeah. See, this was before you could really get information quick, fast, and in a hurry. She dropped them draws faster than she could Google this motherfucker. Mm. Why not it wasn't really before that. She just didn't. She was she fast. Was, she, was so, she was so into the idea of finding herself a baller that she was willing to let any uh story fly. any story be the truth to her she dropped them draws and she was at she was at <laughs> the the dude was at his friend the baller's house brought her to the this is like almost like a reverse biggie got a story to tell situation <laughs> and shit because he was like yo this is my crib i'm a baller baby he must have turned down all the pictures of this motherfucker and hit his trophies or some shit and then she in the crib after he got it, after he hit it or whatever, then somehow I guess she found out that he wasn't who he said he was. She got pregnant. You forgot. That's what oh, it, I forgot. The about baby that is from the non-baller, the friend. Oh no! He trapped her. He <laughs> he must have saw something in her. She ain't even seen her. He was like, "Where you work at? <laughs> Cadoba? So I gotta lock this shit down." <laughs> I need some queso for life, baby. All that to say. <laughs> All that to say. <laughs> you just wanted to tell that story. Well, I just want to say, I remember um, Karolanko, AK-47. I, I, I was a Nets fan. That's messed up. You brought it up because they no longer in Jersey. But I do think, you know, the idea of a hall pass, mm -hmm. it kind of like pops up with a lot of people in 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 monogamous relationships yeah um and i really don't know what that life is like <laughs> i don't know what that life is like to to have a hall pass but i do remember like people were like really really judgmental mm -hmm. of their relationship mm -hmm. and i find that i think in the in the sports world people hold on to traditions yeah you know, in, in sports, you know, your records and your numbers are so important that all the things that we've spoken of, whether it's um, gender norms, mm -hmm. uh, relationship norms, mm -hmm. body types, all these different things, you know, it's hard for people who are so stuck 
and so uh so so their life revolves yeah. around this tradition like you even see it in sports when somebody wants to make a little simple rule change mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so their their whole lives revolve around these sports yeah. and that's why people do get um deified mm -hmm. and why it's so hard for them to actually get out of these 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 structures that they're yeah. stuck around and i think that as politics mm -hmm takes the foreground whether it's Tommy Smith with his fist up at the 68 Olympics or Colin Kaepernick taking a knee you know as people bring these things to the forefront it challenges mm -hmm. that system and it challenges that structure so you know I think all these things are always going to be interwoven with one another and we're only going to see it get challenged more so if you could have a sports hall pass I mean, I know it doesn't like quite apply the same, but if that person is listening to our show right now and they want to know that if you had one hall pass like for the rest of the summer, who would it be? I already said her name. Say it again. Skylar Diggins. Okay. Skylar Diggins Smith. What? All right. All right. She needs a hall pass too. <laughs> Get your pass, girl. How about for you, R? Probably, I mean, she's older now, but you know what? I grew up on Dominique Dawes. If, if, if I, she, there's no way that she fell off. You know, no. I remember seeing her like in her late thirties and stuff, still looking popping. I'm, yeah. I'm going with that one. You, you, okay, keeping it classic. What about you? I'm gonna do this for the people. Okay. Colin Kaepernick, you got a job here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> World fetish. Come on through. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. Hey, <laughs> there you go. Bone Fetish Radio. Big.